Well, Father, we love you, we thank you, we bless you, and we praise you. Thank you, Lord, you're worthy to be praised and adored. You're worthy to be magnified and glorified. You are highly exalted. You are high and lifted up above all gods, and we praise your holy name. We bless you, Jesus. We magnify you. We extol you. We lift you up. We lift you up. We lift you up. You're worthy to be praised and adored. And we love you, Lord. And we thank you for gathering us together today to hear your word, to understand your word, to be blessed by your word, and to love you above all things. And we thank you for that, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen and praise God. Amen. 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 God is good. Amen. And his mercy endures forever. Amen. His mercy is everlasting. And we love the Lord. So yesterday we were talking about, hmm, agree with heaven. Amen. You are healed. You are prosperous as well as healed. You can put that in there too. So yesterday we spoke about many things related to your agreement with heaven. And heaven has already recorded that you have the things that you desire. You have them already. Amen. There's no disputing that. Our job of faith is to hold on to that truth. Amen. You're not waiting to get it. God's not going to do anything for you. When you agree with heaven, then you receive what heaven has for you. Amen. You receive everything that heaven has for you when you agree with heaven. And so this is what we're doing. You're not trying to get God to do anything for you. He's already done it. What is happening is God is testing you to see if you really believe it or not. If you really believe it, you'll continue to stand on what you believe. You'll continue to do things to move forward toward it. You'll continue in the vein of moving toward accepting and accomplishing what God has set for you in the earth to do. And so once you understand that and you understand that agreeing with heaven, We talked yesterday about the Lord's Prayer. Amen. Jesus taught them to let it be on earth as it is in heaven. Heaven already has a storehouse with everything that you need in it. Already has it laid up for you. God is just waiting for you to start releasing your faith down here so that he can transfer it down here into your possession. And once he transfers it into your possession, then you've got everything that God wants you to have. You're able to prosper. You're able to grow. You're able to receive your healing. You receive everything that heaven has for you without fail. So it's a good thing to remember what you're doing down here. You're merely agreeing with heaven because heaven has already given you everything that you need that pertains to life and godliness. There's nothing you can do to make you a a better recipient or more qualified to receive what God has for you. So the only thing you can do is expect it, receive it by faith, and keep doing the things that you do to let God know that you believe him. Amen. This is the walk of faith. It's expressing our faith to God, showing God our faith, allowing God to see our faith. Your faith is between you and God. 
not you and your neighbor, not you and the pastor, not you and anybody else, but your faith is between you and God. It's a personal matter. Now, we're here to help you with your faith. Amen. We're a body, and there are times where you need somebody to come into agreement with you. You may need counsel from the Lord. You may have to make decisions where you'll need some spiritual input on those things. Whatever it is, God has those things called the gifts of the Spirit. And they will operate at times when we need them. Amen. And so when you need an answer from God, God can give that to you directly or he will give it to someone that he has put significant in your life that you have a a godly relationship with that can speak into your life comfortably. And so we need to to keep that in mind that when your faith begins to waver, there's help for you. You're not out here by yourself. Amen. You're not out here floundering and, oh, gosh, if I don't really believe you, it's sink or swim. Well, it's really not. It is, but not. Amen. <laughs> the sinking is not a part of his plan. You're going to swim. Amen. In fact, you're going to walk on water. Amen. That, that's what you want. You want to walk on water. Amen. So we have all the things that we need from God that pertain to life and godliness. Let's have to put them to work for us. And make them work for us. Amen. Amen. So we looked at Mark eleven twenty two and 22 through 25 yesterday. So we know our faith is directed by our words. Words are very important in expressing your faith, expressing what God says to express, and allowing God to do the things that need to be done so that we can have the, the, the things that we desire. And so that faith always has to be expressed. It's got to be showing. Amen. That's why I tell people, I said, don't put your faith back in your pocket. Once you take it out, it's like they, uh, you know, the, uh, uh, law enforcement people, when they teach you on gun safety, they'll tell you now when you pull that out, you better use it. You know, you can't just, Wave it at somebody and try to scare it. You better be prepared to use it. Amen. And so it's the same thing with your faith. When you pull it out, you better be prepared to use it. Keep using it. Keep using it. Keep using it. And keep using it. Don't put it back in the holster. Huh? The devil will eat your black breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Because he's looking to intimidate you. He's looking to scare you. He's looking to make you think your faith ain't up to the task. It's not working. Um, see, we, we went over this before. What did we say? When you have the Abraham brand of faith, what's, what kind of faith is that? Um, where'd that little girl go? I think I'm going to follow her wherever she went. I guess. I don't know. Uh, anybody else got another bit? 10, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. Where are you going, Chuck? She came to the door and looked and ran out. What's the Abraham brand of faith? Oh my goodness. Well, glory be to God. I got a, I got a good answer. Thank you, Chuck. 
You saved a whole day. Who'd have thunk it? Amen. So write that down. I have strong faith. It's not ye of little faith. It's not too small faith. Jesus not marveling at your faith. Your faith is his faith. He is not saying where it, well, he could say, where is your faith? Because sometimes we don't put it in him. We take it out of God and put it in the natural. And you don't want to do that. Always keep your faith in God. That's what he's talking about. When he talks about strong faith, have faith in God. That's strong faith. You can't get no stronger than that. So as long as you're expecting God to do it, as long as you're expecting God's word to come to pass, your faith is strong. You got me? You waver not at the promise of God. You, and I don't see nobody in here scared to, to, uh, you know, get their garage ready for their new car. Y'all be tap dancing home and get, got to push broom out and the, the wet vac, the dry vac and sucking all the cobwebs out of the corners. Am I right, Poppy? And don't make it a F-250. Ow! Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And a V-8. Woo! Gotta have it. That's what I'm talking about. If you're going to push it, push it for real. Amen? That's right. And so we we can't beat ourselves going preparing for them things. Well, that's faith. It takes faith to go in and look at something. It takes faith to put the sign on the bottom line. It takes faith for all of that. Huh? You're not just going through the motions. And you're going to obey God so that God can pay for it. Huh? That's how you get him to do stuff is through simple obedience. Amen? When I When I say simple, I mean not much. You know, we always looking to do extraordinary things. We always think God is going to ask us to do. Now, why would he ask you to do all that? And you ain't done the last little thing he told you? Come on, somebody. Don't leave me hanging out here like this. Huh? Well, I will get up and do so-and-so, but I'm waiting for a confirmation. Huh? Everybody waiting on confirmation until they want something in their garage. Huh? They say, well, you know, why don't you pray about it or ask God to get you a better price on it or ask him, oh, I know this God. Huh? <laughs> when it's getting ready to drive up in your driveway, you don't need nothing to confirm. Huh? <laughs> Be that way about everything in God. Amen. Have that kind of zeal for everything he promises you. Amen. Some things we want more than other things. I realize that. But we have the same faith working in us for big and small things. Amen. And so always honor that faith. It's faith in God's word and what God can do and what God will do in our situation. Amen. So our faith is directed by our words. Mark eleven twenty three tells us we can have what we say. 
in righteousness. Amen. So these are righteous words, righteous confessions. Your heart is right toward God. You're not mad at anybody. You're not trying to get even with anybody. Amen. You're forgiving people. You're loving people. You're doing the things that Christians are supposed to be here doing. So we we must believe that God's word will lead us in light and goodness. Amen. And and when we want more light coming in on our situation, we feed ourselves more on the word. Amen. When you find yourself wavering in your faith, you know, you, you got to go back to the word and, and strengthen yourself. God help me here. I'm, 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 things aren't looking real good right now. Things are looking kind of like they're going the other way. So help me. Don't let things go the other way. Don't accept them going the other way. Don't quit. Don't give up. Keep your confession out there. Amen. I don't care if they close the door on the casket. Keep your confession right. They healed. Amen. <laughs> Get up, you heal. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> so when we, we are agreeing with heaven, you got to understand that the, there's a war with inside of you. Parts of you don't want to agree with heaven. Amen. And, and we have to reckon those things dead, but, but you, the, Parts that you have to be careful about are your emotions. Amen. Fear and unbelief can grip you and cause your mind. You start watching things and you start processing and saying, oh, this isn't looking good. And why is it this way? And why is it that way? Why hasn't this happened yet? Why hasn't, you know, so you can work yourself up emotionally to the point where you want to quit. On what God's told you to do. And see, this is, this, this stuff we do to ourselves. You can't blame this on the devil. Amen? So your emotions can work against you when you're, when you're bringing heaven down here on earth. Your experience also can work against you. If you are familiar with defeat or failure or lack, poverty, Nobody in your family has ever done this before or nobody you know has stepped out and done this kind of thing. You will get that sinking feeling that whatever it is that you're expecting is not for you. Amen. And so what what we we allow sometimes the enemy to do is plant seeds in our mind and then we cause them to grow by meditating on them, don't we? That's how ideas grow. They We grow them. Through how much attention we give to them. That's why God says, attend to my word. Listen to what I tell you to do. Incline your ear to my saying. Amen. So our desires will work against us sometimes. Sometimes we just decide we want something else. Amen. You ever start working on something that you, you have in your heart that you want. And it seems like there are too many obstacles in the way. Then we change what we want or we change what we say we want. Amen. We want a different make, a different model, you know. Oh, I like them teeny little Japanese cars anyway. No, you don't. Do you, Poppy? Nope. See, told you. <laughs> don't want it. Don't bring it up in here. Ain't taking it. See? That's the way you got to be. And people say, oh, that's just arrogant. You ought to be thankful. Are you kidding me? I am thankful. That's why I'm getting what I want. 
Because Jesus paid for what I desire. The Bible says, what thing soever you desire when you pray. Believe you get it when you pray. When you get up from praying, you better say, thank you, Lord, I have it. I thank you that I have it. I thank you that I have it. Amen? That's what you say at the end of your prayer. You know, you can say amen if you want to, but you better say, I got it. Amen? And let the devil hear you say you got it. Then every time he try to pick at you about it, say, you got it some more. Amen? <laughs> A lot of people get confused about, well, you know, uh, I, I thought I wanted something, and, and, you know, how do I know what's in my heart? Now think about it. Because you can sit there and let the devil bombard your brain, amen, and and then say, well, you know, maybe maybe God didn't tell me I could have that. Maybe it's this over here that may seem easier for you to get. You ever been like that? Like instead of deluxe, you go down to super, and then when super ain't available, you get good, and if good ain't available, you get fair, and fair ain't available, you get poor. Huh? But the thing of it is, when what what's in your heart is that thing that won't let you alone. Hey! Am I right, Poppy? Anybody, anybody in here ever been in love? Can we, no, we ain't queuing nothing. So. I'm in love. Yes, I am. Show nothing love. Come on now, somebody. Oh, don't put me out here like I'm from the 1940s or something. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, it's that thing that's in you that won't let you alone. It keeps bugging you. Every time you think about something that's not even related to it, at the end of that thought is that thing again that you have yet to receive, that you wanted. I don't know how many years you've been wanting it, but you don't have it yet, and it won't let you alone. That's how you know what's in your heart. You can't change what's in there too too easily. You understand what I'm saying? You really, really can't. What you desire is put there by God. And that's why you can't get rid of it. If you can get rid of God, you can get rid of that. But it'll keep bugging you because God has it already. It's talking to God from your closet in heaven. God is talking to you about it down here in your heart. And it's not leaving. Huh? Just like health and healing. Everybody who can't walk wants to. Because God put that want in them. Amen. Everybody who's blind wants to see. Amen. Now they may get up and say something flaky in front of people because they feel embarrassed because they want it and don't think they can get it. But that don't stop you from wanting it. Amen. Hey! Anybody ever been in love? I'm in love. Yes, I am. Huh? 
That's the way you are with the things that God puts in your heart. You're in love with them. You're in love with God. That's why you keep coming to church. Y'all come in here and I beat you up and it's all good though. You feel, you feel washed when you get done. I feel so good. I'm bleeding, but I feel good. Huh? It's the truth. We pick up fleas during the week. That's all I am is defleeing people. Huh? Get them fleas off of you. Act like a child of God. Act like somebody who has the world's wealth at their disposal if they want to. Amen? There's stuff that's going to be... God looks at the world's wealth as exactly what it is. It's kindling wood. Because it's going to burn up in the fire at some point anyway. And we struggle and beg and cry and get upset about something that's going to be burned up in the end. It's not even worth anything much to God. If we can get some use out of it while we're down here, that's the only thing it's any good for. Amen? You ever see people that 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 pass away and leave material things? Most of them go to Goodwill or they're just left in the house to rot. And it might have taken years for some people to pay for some of those things. But when they're in the hands of somebody that's not invested in them, it's just junk to them. You understand what I'm saying? And so, I mean, I think that's the way of everything that's made out of the natural material realm. It's going to perish anyway with the using. It's not worth tearing your hair out. And it's not something that God does not want you to have. You understand me? He wants you to have the world's goods as well as the spiritual things. Amen? All things that pertain to life and to godliness. So he'll give you the godliness and he'll give you the things that pertain to life too. What do you call a more abundant life down here? You want to be healthy. That's more abundant. Amen. You want to have an abundance of material things so you can be comfortable and not stressed out about everything. Amen. That's, that's the things that pertain to life. Amen. You want to live. You want your children to live. You want to leave them something. Amen. And, and when you get ready to step over in the glory, grab them up in the, jerk them up in the collar and threaten to come back and slap them around. So you better not waste my stuff, boy. I'll come back down here. I promise you I will. I get a hall pass from God and come back down here and slap you around so hard. Huh? <laughs> Amen. You better not say Beetlejuice three times. I, d- Hi, Christine. <laughs> My little friend that had, she said her, her mother gave her twin girls a Beetlejuice birthday party. And I looked at it. I said, that looks like, I said, I watch that movie every time it comes up. You know, it's one of those movies you can't, can't, when you go to channel surf, you start looking at it and said, that's my favorite part of that crazy movie. But anyway, amen. But you threaten to jack them up. If you have to threaten to come back and jack them up. Amen. Yeah, you better take care of the stuff I worked hard to leave you. This ain't just junk. It's my junk. <laughs> Amen. But but see, the thing that's in your heart won't let you rest until you get it. You think you can run away from what you desire? I got news for you. God put it in there. Amen. You can't run away from God. You can't run away from it. 
Amen. <laughs> Psalm 37, 4 says, if we delight ourselves in the Lord. Amen. You love God. You worship him. If you ever stick up your little rusty paws one time to, to lift up holy hands and worship God, that's you delight in him. You did that because you love him. Amen. And so he promises the desires of your heart because he's got your heart. Amen. That's why he gives it to you. Amen. Amen. You know, a good husband will tell you that much. Oh, baby, you know, I love you. I said, well, fork it over there. Let me see some evidence. Huh? Where's the evidence? My right, Poppy. We ain't just talking up here. We we showing folks stuff. The girl wants some evidence. Amen. Let's go get some. Amen. At least half a carrot. We won't go to. We won't put you in shock right off the bat. Uh-huh. <laughs> Amen. So so. We, you have to agree with heaven at all times. It's very important that you don't let that slip. I don't care how much negative news you get, how much bad news you get, how much evil report, whatever you want to call it. That means nothing compared to what heaven has told you that, that God's already done for you. Amen. Your, your, uh, your, uh, Blessing is prepaid. Thank you, Shannon. You posted that yesterday for me. Thank you very much. Amen. Your everything you need is prepaid. Amen. And see, that got a lot of response from people because they love that. We all love that prepaid card. Is it? Well, how much is on there? Woo! Let me go use that right now. I got that. I love this prepaid stuff. Amen. See, you don't have to pay anything. Only believe. Amen. The Bible says only believe. Amen. So what do you add to believing? Huh? It says only believe. No doubt. Amen. So you believe and not doubt. Amen. Believe and not doubt. Only believe. Amen. Same thing. So when you, when you believe God and your faith is in action, you got to do something. You know, to show God, I don't care if you just Google something. You understand what I'm saying? You're going after it. You're in motion. You're in pursuit. Amen. You got to look something up. You got to act like you want it to show God something. He don't believe you want nothing till you get up and start pursuing it. Amen. Pursue it in your confession at least. Pursue it in, now don't go on, on WebMD. That ain't pursuing your health. You go to your WebM Bible. That's your WebMD. Get in that Bible and don't come out. Amen. Allow that Bible, the Word of God, to, to be able to permeate your insides. Get your mind saturated with God's word. The devil starts throwing you a zinger and wants to tell you to put doubt in there. Uh Uh-uh. I doubt not. I believe only. I only believe and I believe and not doubt. Doubt is not permissible for me. Amen. It's not. And so you allow the word of God to be able to manifest greatly. 
you know, the Lord showed me recently, quit looking at stuff so much, Barb. Going, ooh, ooh. Like what? <laughs> like what? <laughs> you know what? What do you mean, like what? You don't ask God like what? You know, you'd have been fingered already. Amen. But he showed me that when Coco got her coat back. Her thyroid had quit on her and you know, a lot of stuff was quitting on my little dog. I was so oh, Lord help me. Was he help me with my little dog? I don't know what I'm gonna do about my little dog. I love that little dog. I don't know. If I... <laughs> you know, you pray in tongues in English at the same time. <laughs> because I wasn't ready for her to go anywhere. You know, I mean, come on, God. Well, you know me better than that. Come on now, Lord Jesus. We go back way back 1980 at least, huh? Don't do a sister like this. Heal my dog. And, and they were able to give her medication to, to stop the cough that she had and the fatigue. And, and then they said, well, her thyroid's low. She lost her hair. That's, you know, let me give her a thyroid test. And, and, you know, they checked it and started giving her pills. And she's only been taking those pills for like a month, a little over a month. And she got her coat growing back. I said, no, God, wait a minute now. Hold it. Hold the phone. Amen. As long as I've been believing you for more hair, more, you know, in the hairdresser, you ever, in the old hairdressers, they'll say, when you would get up out of a chair and you say, thank you, don't say thank you, say what? More hair. Yeah, right? <laughs> God, that's been my confession since before I met you. Come on now. And he said, you weren't even expecting that. I said, well, he said, I wasn't God. Not that fast. He said, see how fast I can reverse things? Huh? See how fast I can reverse them? I said, okay, let's go for it. Amen. But see, that watching gets you in trouble. It does. And so we have to, if you go, it, you should have consider not, stagger not, and watch not. Because them little eyeballs get you in a lot of trouble. Because your eyes take pictures of things. And your brain remembers them. You conjure up them little memories real quick. huh? And if you look at it a long time, you're going to have some long memories to try and uproot out of your thinking. So your soul is very important in this. What you hear, how you process it, what you meditate on. Amen? We're to wash our mind with the water of the word. Wash it so that there's no debris. There's no errant thoughts. There are no possibilities of failure. There are no possibilities of I won't get my healing. There are no possibilities. And and really, my healing is now. Because the Bible says you can be healed at any time. There's no set date and time for it. When do you want it? Amen. Start saying now. I want it now, God. Give it to me now, God. I want this now. Amen. I want it now. I remember when we were kids and, and my parents would, you know, we'd ask them for stuff and they said, well, you got to wait. And we said, oh, we need to be that way with ourselves. Don't make yourself set a future date on something that your faith could get for you now. Huh? What's so wonderful about sometime in the future? Why not now? Amen. So, and that's the way we have to look at things. And the more we expect now, 
the more now will manifest. Amen. So, so we, we know that deep down in your heart, you want the things of God. Everybody wants a good life. Everybody wants a peaceful life. Everybody wants a comfortable life. Everybody wants a prosperous life. Amen. And, and so we, but you don't put your finances ahead of anything else. The Bible says we prosper and we are in health even as our souls prosper. So when you're, when you renew your mind and you begin to think more like God, you begin to accept your role as a believer. Amen. God, I am a believer. I will not doubt. I will not entertain doubt, uh, in the least bit. Amen. I'm kicking doubt out of my mind. Amen. Now the Bible says don't doubt in your heart. Amen. So keep your heart full of the word because you can, can be sitting and paying attention to nothing and all of a sudden the thought will come to you. This is not going to work. That's just your head trying to plant something in your mind so it can work its way down into your heart. Amen. Because look at the people who quit serving God. Something's been stolen out of their hearts. Amen. Some kind of dedication, sometimes of com- some kind of commitment. All of that's been stolen from them. Because if you can walk away from, from what God wants you to do with your life and just go back to the world and try to be just a normal person, there's no such thing. But something happens in those people's hearts where the enemy has stolen the word away. So it's not going to bear fruit for them. And yeah, they're born again. And yeah, but, but let me, let me ask you this. If I came up to you one day and told you that I found out that you are an heir to a multi-million dollar fortune and you ask me, really? I didn't know that. When did I get that? Well, you've had that over 20 years. Well, how come nobody told me? You never pursued it. You see what I'm saying? So those people have potential treasure on the inside of them. But if you don't pursue it, it'll never be real for you. You know, if you let offense or something like that tell you it's not worth it going to church anymore, it's not worth it serving God, and it's not worth it, nothing's worth it. What? Is, well, what is worth something for you? You understand? They've allowed the enemy to steal out of their hearts what God was planting in there. You know, Jesus talked about the different types of soil. Some people won't let God soften their hearts enough to let the word get deeply planted. And in the Bible says in times of struggle, they just walk away from it. Amen. And and they were sitting there enjoying worship just like you. Huh? But something happened. Amen. The enemy came and plucked that right out before it had a chance to really grow. So they were living off a seed that was planted. They didn't have the full expression of the life of God. But they can get it. Amen. They can get it. I've seen it happen to people. People thought they could go away and, and not go to church and not and almost starved and almost drowned out there begging. And I said, why are you out here begging for crumbs when your father has set a place at the table for you? I've said that to people. And I'll find you do the same thing. I'm going to find you and say the same thing to you. Because we're not beggars. 
But see, if you don't let that word develop enough in you for you to know who you are, you will see yourself as a beggar because the devil will bring you down to that place. That's what he wants to do for everybody that's serving God. He wants you out there doing what David said he never saw the righteous do, beg bread. See, he wants you out begging for the word. Not for literal bread. You can have all the money in the world. But if you're starving in your spirit, amen, you're out, you're out there begging. Amen. They're going on somebody's prayer line looking for prayer when they used to be in charge of intercession. You understand what I'm saying? So the enemy wants to steal it out of your heart. Don't let him have it. I don't care if it looks very, very bleak and looks like it won't happen. Keep confessing anyway. Keep meditating anyway. Keep thanking God anyway. Keep expecting it anyway. Because that's the only way you're going to get it is through your own faith and your own expectation. Amen? So, and the other thing we have to do is leave time up to God. You're not in charge of time. Not at all. You can delay it by acting funny know what I mean. Stalling everything. Uh, well, I don't know, and I don't know what's wrong. And You know, get yourself in a, a mood, feeling some kind of way. I still don't know what that is. Huh? Whatever. Huh? <laughs> now watch Rachel will come up and tell me later, so. Right. Yeah, yeah. See, all the young people know everything. But you leave time up to God. Amen. He has times and seasons in his hands. He can shift them. Amen. You ever been caught? And see, this is, this is how God teaches us some of these things, some of these principles. You ever been caught like in an emergency and you have to have something like real quick? Like, you know, a matter of days and you got to have money to pay a big bill with. You understand what I'm saying? You remember what you did? Huh? Oh, Lord, have mercy. Oh, Lord, please. Ah. You got low down serious, didn't you? He wants us to live like that every day. Amen. I got to tell people, getting these things from God may not be pretty all the time. You know, you, you may, you ever see people that, 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 uh, God touches them in a healing meeting and they, they're trying to get the whole manifestation. They take off running by the time they make it three laps around the church. They totally well, huh? Now that didn't look pretty when they started out. They was like hobbling and stuff and you like, I don't know if that brother gonna make it two steps, but pretty soon brother gained strength again. His faith started to work for him. And it made the whole thing manifest before he left that meeting. You got me? So it's not pretty all the time. God will strip that pride off of you. If that's what's keeping you from using your faith, he'll strip that off of you. He'll He'll get you to the place. He said, well, do you want it or don't you? If you want it, this is how you're going to get it. Huh? Or we may not know if that's going to work, but it sounds like if hey, I haven't tried that yet, let me try it. It could work. Huh? You never know. Jesus put spit on somebody's eyes and that worked. Huh? 
You go spit on the doctor. <laughs> and don't tell a doctor, my pastor said I should do this and I get healed. Don't you do that. Amen. But you know what I mean. It's always the unique, the strange, and the unusual that will take you over the top, over the edge. We need something edgy sometimes to get us out of out of stuck in the natural realm and get us over into the supernatural realm. Amen. Try some of these things sometimes. Just, you know, get up and start doing them. Get up and, and allow yourself. Amen. Strip yourself of your dignity and what and what you want out of life. Amen. I remember when when uh, I had first found the Lord, it was because my husband and I had, were having a terrible time in, in our marriage. And he said he wanted a divorce. And I remember talking to him. I said, are you really willing? And, and in my mind was telling me, I can't believe you talking to this man like this. You understand what I'm saying? Because my mind was telling me. Huh? Put on your red dress, mama. <laughs> Got her. <laughs> huh? That's what your car about. Who do you think he is? Huh? Go, go fluff off the kid, you know? Or then one day you get up and say, you leaving? I'm going to help you pack. Yay! You know, and I started to talk to him like, I said, where is this voice coming from? You understand what I'm saying? Entreating him. Think about it again. Think about what you're throwing away. Think about You understand what I'm saying? You, I know y'all ain't never said nothing. I'm going to the Y. Where'd that little girl go? She done left already. Huh? <laughs> the bad little girl. She gonna beat me up. I know she want to. Huh? <laughs> but she kept walking, didn't she? She stopped to beat nobody. She said, this woman crazy already. She done called me out three times. I don't know what she gonna do next. I better keep it moving. Huh? True. But you leave time up to God. Amen. These, these, and trust Him. If, if you can, you can leave time up to Him if you trust Him. Amen. But there are some things you need to trust Him and say, God, I need this now. Amen. You, you can call time on some things. Amen. We do it all the time. We have deadlines. We have, uh, um, uh, times that we have to get stuff accomplished, you know, because of earth time. And so we can do those things. We can call time on some of these things just because something inside of you says it's time. Amen. Uh, it, it, it just is, it just needs to be done. Sometimes you get that sense that it needs to be done. And so, and that's when you move. That's when you do those things. So that's when the unction's there. When you know that you know that you know that it needs to be done. Amen. So we're looking for heaven's provision. Heaven's provision is what you desire in your heart. Amen. Amen. So expect to receive what you, there is no set time. I said God has time with him. So it's not like, well, you can quit asking because this isn't coming till next year. That's not true. Amen. It's not true at all. God said, when you, when you read the Bible, when time is mentioned as far as God bringing things to pass, it talks about the fullness of time. 
when all things were accomplished, that this could be fulfilled. Amen. And so it's time in with respect to certain things falling into place that God needs to fall into place. One of the things is your faith and your confession. It's got to fall into place. It's got to be where God wants it to be, believing him up to the very last minute. Amen. You don't quit. Quit is not in your vocabulary. You don't walk away from something until you have looked under the last, you know, scoured the last corner, looked up under the last bed. You understand what I'm saying? The, the, the parable about the, the woman with the lost coin. She towed that house up looking for it. Amen. That's what we have to do with our faith. You can't just pray a little bit and shrug your shoulders and decide it's taking too much effort. Huh? You ain't got effort involved yet. <laughs> you mean you still standing up and you ain't crying and pulled all your hair out yet? Well, you ain't there yet. Amen. <laughs> you got a little ways to go. Amen. So, yeah, and God sometimes will demand extremes in our faith before these things can manifest. He'll let you know they're coming. He'll give you signs that they're coming. He'll give you encouragement that it's coming just so you will stay on on tap with your faith and, and keep going with your faith. Amen. So so God wants to to heal us and help us, you know, this this pattern of uh, bringing heaven down here on earth has to do with any need that we have. But in the realm of healing, especially, sometimes the pressure is severe. You know, like sometimes your symptoms can be very severe. And God knows how to deliver the righteous out of temptation or out of trouble. He will bring you relief. He will bring you comfort. He will bring you all of the things that you need so that you can keep your faith in him going until the total manifestation comes. Amen. Say, for instance, you know, you, you, you get severe headaches and they find your blood pressure is high. Well, thank God they got pills they can give you. You can keep going. You can keep working. You can, you know, pretty much be normal. Amen. And, but you keep putting the word in you keep thanking god for the total manifestation you know i the them little pills i got i talked to him i said one day soon i won't need you you're leaving here you ain't staying don't get comfortable amen you're not staying one day soon i won't need you anymore amen thank god for him buying the side effects and keep it moving amen and so, and this is how we live by faith. You're, you're not, you're not settling for that right there. Cause you look on the side effects and it ain't pretty. Uh, you don't want all that stuff. In over long term use, oh boy, here we go. The devil likes to threaten you. Amen. Then in the same breath, he'll tell you the word don't work. Uh, it's true. <laughs> So we have to set our sights on what heaven has. And we only want that. You don't want anything else but what heaven has for you. Amen. So when God hears you, you know you have what he, what you asked for in 1 John 5. 
14, and this is the confidence that we have in you, in him. Faith and confidence are the same thing. Amen. But I like this word right here, confidence. That means you cannot be shaken. You won't waver. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. According to his will, he hears us. What's his will for you? Well, you can check it out from different sources. His will is his word. Huh? It's, well, God, I want so and so and so. Well, it's not specific in the word that he'll give you that. Uh, Jerry. It says he'll give you the desires of your heart. Do you want it? Huh? That man you chasing, he ain't in there either. My right, Poppy? It ain't gonna never be in there, so leave him alone! Oh, excuse me. I forgot where I was for a minute. If you can't find that brother in the word, leave him alone. What do I mean when I say if he ain't reading no Bible? You look in the word and you see all the godly men listed there, Hebrews 11. He ain't no Hebrews 11, brother, leave him alone. Well, I don't know none of them. Good. And then God can bring you the right one. You got to give your stamp of approval on everything God has for you. Are you kidding? He approves of it. Huh? You didn't approve of heaven when you first was out there in the world. Now you just look, oh, I'm going to heaven. I just love you, Jesus. Yeah, he changed that real quick, didn't he? Well, you know, that ain't the kind of man I like. Really? Huh? What you like? Huh? Well, I like them smooth guys. Oh, it's God will smooth them for you. He got some smooth brothers out here. Huh? God will smooth them for you. Huh? You know I like bad boys. Oh, he go for bad. All right. Huh? Let him start praying. God will get you one to tear the devil up. Huh? It's all a bad boy you need. I want nobody doing no 15 to 20. Know enough of them already. My goodness. Family full of them. That's why it's only at the family reunion is mostly women. Where babe run them at? 15 to 20. Lifing. 20 to 30. Huh? You want somebody to shackle to God. You don't want that kind of nonsense. So this is the confidence that we have. You just stick with the word. You know, stick with asking, letting the word inspire you in your prayers. Confessing the word when you pray. Amen. By his stripes, I was already healed. He himself took my, he took them already, took my infirmities and bore my sicknesses. Amen. Now, he took the ones that, that I would have if I didn't have him. So he took mine. Amen. So let him have it. 
Amen. Start renouncing. The devil starts trying to put Simpson. Ah, take it back. Jesus took that already. He himself took it and bore my sicknesses and my pains. You can't put that on me. I don't receive it. I don't accept it. Amen. You just don't receive it. He says, and, and we know that if he hears us, whatever we ask, doesn't matter. Oh, that's, that's too expensive. That's too nice. That's too this. That's too, no, you better talk to God about that because he told me what things so ever I desire. And then I know that I have what I ask of him just because he hears us. He's not hearing you to decide if he's going to give it to you. When he hears you, is already decided that you got it. Amen. He only wants your faith involved in it so he knows whose garage to pull it into. So he knows whose body to put the part into. That's why he needs to hear from you. He got to locate where you are. It, it, just so you know, stay in one spot. Don't go wavering all over the place and jumping over this day I want it tomorrow. I don't, I'm mad at God. What God dealing with me? Just go somewhere and shut up till you know what you want. See, that's somebody that ain't even in the word. God's been dealing with me. I'll just go sit down somewhere. Like you so important. You such a tough little cookie. He got to put some extra effort into you. Get real. I'm thinking about you. Huh? The important thing is, are you thinking about God? Amen. He hears you when you ask in faith. And we have the petitions, many of them. However many you make. The things we, here's that word again, desire. Things you desire. What do you want? Spit it out. Tell him what you want. Huh? You ever notice how sometimes people will, won't, won't express what they want for shame? See, that's the devil trying to make you ashamed to ask for something. Huh? You know, you, People come over to your house, you say, well, can I get you some, oh, I'm good. No, you ain't, but <laughs> you could say no thanks. <laughs> well, I make people act polite. Oh, I'm good. Well, you mean you're too good? Yes. Can't touch this. See, I'm... Alicia, don't go to sleep. Well, no, you can. You can stay with me. The day may come. <laughs> no, I'm messing with you. But but you know what I'm talking about. Pride. People, you know, they stiffen up and, no, thank you. It's, uh, you want to be healed? Mm, uh, no, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. Uh, people do that with anything. Humility is a good trait to cultivate. Amen. Always stay humble to what God might, what he might have for you. Amen. Um, 
Marilyn Hickey many years ago said she was praying. She just felt like she wanted a fur coat. Amen. And she began to pray for it. And she was at a minister's meeting with all these important ministers and ladies and already wrapped up in their furs, no doubt. And somebody announced, they said, you know, there's somebody here that asked me if I would announce this. And, and you know, if it pertains to somebody, I'm going to be obedient. But they have a size five, whatever, mink coat or something like that. Is there somebody here believing God? Meryl said, yeah, me. That's my coat. See, that's humility. She didn't care who was there. God loved her enough to answer her prayer and interrupt a meeting of very important people. You ever have people come up after the meeting's over and ask you to pray for them? We did an altar call. Why didn't you come then? Huh? Pride. See, you can get all the way to the meeting and sit through the meeting and then the devil tap you on your shoulder when the altar, don't you go up there, then people going to look at you. No, it's true. It's true. Humility is a good trait to cultivate. Amen. He gives grace to the humble. He enables the humble. It's the humble heart that gets noticed by God. It's the humble heart that gets the things that God desires for them. It's humility that works the things that God wants to have worked into your life. So, so you got to stay in that place of being attentive to God, hearing God. God, what is my next move? What do I do next? I'm thanking you and I'm blessing you and I'm expecting today to receive my yes answer. Or I'm expecting today to receive the elimination of all of my symptoms. I'm expecting them all to go today. Amen? And And put all in there. Don't be afraid to ask him for the whole thing at one time. Why would you want to inch your way into anything? Amen? You know, you you just, he can trust you with all of it. You're not going to squander anything or waste anything away. Amen? Just ask for everything that God has for you. Father, I want the whole thing. I want to walk upright. I want to have all my symptoms gone. I want to have be pain-free, totally pain-free, all of that stuff. I want that, Lord. I want the whole thing that I've been asking for, Father. Nothing held back. Amen? And so, and if your faith needs work, he'll start to show you that. Amen? You know, sometimes the whole thing comes and it leaves really fast. But but if it's if it's something that you've got to receive in increments, God will show you that. Say, but God, show me some improvement today. Show me something today. Encourage my heart today, Father. Show me another possibility for good down here. Show me something, Lord. And he's he's God enough to show it to you. He's not trying to hide anything from us. Like if I give it to you right away, it's going to mess you up. Amen. (laughs) He's willing to risk that. How many people has he blessed tremendously and they went and squandered it all? We got an example of that in the Bible. He's he's big enough, God, to let you have it even though he knows you're going to mess it up. And give it to you again. I said and give it to you again. Amen. Amen. 
your kids, you dressed them up real nice and told them don't go outside and get dirty. How many times did that happen? Right. Well, God's a better father than parent than you'll ever be. Amen. Amen. So God will deliver us from torment if we have symptoms that are crushing or too painful for us or, or too debilitating. He will find a remedy if he has to use natural or direct you into the natural so that you can get those things remedied. Amen. So once God hears you, you know you have it. Amen. And he hears you because you ask according to his will and according to what you have in your heart that you want. I want health. I want wholeness. I want wealth. I want opportunity. I want to prosper. I want to be blessed. I want all of that. So when you start stating that, then God will begin to move you toward that. Amen. And Father, you told me I can have these things, and I believe I have them now in the name of Jesus. Amen. In order to bring heaven down here on earth, you have to feed on the word. Proverbs 4, 20 to 22 says, pay attention to what I say. Don't pay attention to the devil trying to discourage you. Don't pay attention to your past experiences. Don't pay attention to any of this stuff. You're going forward. You're not going backwards. Why would you think about your past? You ain't headed that way again. You headed forward. Amen. So like Paul said, forget what's behind. Amen. And keep pressing. There's better things ahead for you. There's better ahead than there is back. Even though some of the things that were in our past were nice things, were good things. But there's still better things ahead for us. Why? Because guess where God is? He's in your future. Amen? He's in your now and he's in your future. So because he's taking you toward that future, there are better things. So you first begin to hear with your ears. Amen? You see with your eyes. Start seeing yourself doing the thing that you want to do. Don't let the devil put the light out on that. Amen? See yourself owning it. See yourself enjoying it. Seeing yourself having that in your life and doing well with it. Amen? Don't let him put doubt in there. Well, suppose you get that and and you mess it up. Or suppose, no, devil, because I ain't believing you. I'll never mess it up. What'll mess it up is me listening to you with your nutty self. Huh? Quit listening to him. God says I can have it and he trusts me with it. Amen. When God gives it to you, it won't mess you up. Huh? You might, you might do some things that aren't wise, but you keep listening to God and you'll be successful in it. Amen. When you see yourself going in a wrong direction, be quick to repent and, and turn around and say, God, help me straighten me out. Now I see I made a mistake right here. So help me and get me back on the right track and he'll do it. He wants us to succeed. He's not sitting up in heaven giving us stuff and saying, now watch, I'm, she gonna mess this up. Now watch it, watch my life. <laughs> you know, like I do sometimes. Look at, look at, look at. Messing all up. You know, he doesn't do us like that. Amen. He doesn't. He allows us to to freely see his love. Free The prodigal got out in the world and he saw that he had it better at home. And he made up his mind to come back to God. Amen. 
And that's what we do. We might get out and try a few things and we think we got the world by the tail and then we see it didn't work for us. And once we come back to God, he'll give us a chance to do it the right way. Amen. I I hate it when people say give you a second chance. No, he gives you opportunities. They're not chances with God. These are opportunities and open doors. He opens doors no man can close. Amen. You ask them people that got locked out of Noah's Ark. If God don't close doors, no man can open. Amen. It's sitting out there and it got moist. Then it got wet. Then they feet and it started making puddles and it never stopped. Amen. And that door still didn't open for them. Amen. So God, but God will open doors. No man can close. What's that doors open? It's going to stay open till what? Till what? Till you go through it! (laughs) Did you get that? (laughs) Now see, you might have been thinking till God closes it. He ain't gonna close nothing. Your faith opened. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Your faith opened that door. Why would God close it? He don't have no power to close the door your faith open. If it looks like it's closing, you stick your foot in there. Huh? Amen. He's just letting you see how powerful your faith is. Huh? That's why it always looks bad, don't it? God, I'd give anything if I wasn't here right now. Well, give me some more faith then. Give me another. Thank you. Give me another hallelujah. Hey, give me another God I'm expecting. That's that's the anything you would give. Amen. When it looks like the door is closing, don't you dare remain silent. Huh? You scream, you holler, you work the the handle, huh? Amen. Just just like the crazy girlfriend chasing the man out the the out the house, and he jump in the car and close the door. And she yanked that handle off. <laughs> he screamed, ah! Understand? You keep pursuing. Because that door's got to, you open that door with your faith, it's got to produce. Huh? It's got to produce. You won't go away empty-handed. Amen? That thing has got to produce for you. Amen? Because God guarantees it. Amen? You just keep talking to the mountain. Mountain of doubt, you get out of my head. Huh? Mountain of unbelief, you leave me alone. Mountain of looking in the natural. I don't care what it looks like in the natural. Heaven has granted this to me. Heaven gave it to me already. Devil, you're a liar. You can't, how are you going to tell me I can't have something? I have it already. Well, what I can't have. This ain't your business. Huh? He ain't even in the right kingdom to be speaking on it. 
They always gonna butt into somebody's conversation. Well, what you want to do is, no, I don't want to do none of your stuff. That's what got me in the bad shape I'm in right now, doing your stuff. I'm doing God's stuff up in here. That's all that's working up in here. Amen? Amen. So God can change things with just one word, just one action. A word of knowledge received will restore health and wealth if it's believed. The anointing and the gifts of healing operate to heal our bodies. Expect them. Amen. Don't think they won't happen for you. Expect them. For healing the laying on of hands of the elders, the anointing with oil and the anointing itself. Things that, 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 that God will use. Div- divine appointments. He will set it up so that your faith will meet the anointing and full manifestation will come. Amen. So stay connected to God. Trust and worship him every day. Amen. In other words, my my father used to say after we left home, he said, don't be a stranger. You know, that was his way of saying, come back and see me. But, you know, parents don't beg, right? (laughs) Don't be a stranger. (laughs) Amen. And so in, 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 in doing the things for God, it's always important to work for God. Don't forget that part of it. Lay up treasures in heaven. You never know what activity that you do for God that you don't think much of can tip the scales in your favor. Amen. Can tip the balance over so that God will come for your words. Amen. So, but believe you have it already. Amen. And look at the activities that you do. Don't withhold any good that you can do for, for yourself, for the church, for anybody when you have the power to do it. Amen. So lay up continually and you have a continual supply of blessing and favor and everything good that you need so that God can re- give you what you need in your life. Amen. It, it's, it's about bringing heaven down here on earth and it is a battle. It is a warfare. Once you initiate this, there's forces of darkness that are going to pull against you. You know, you'll, you'll be pulling to get it into, get it into your possession and you'll feel this pullback on it. That's the devil trying to talk you out of it. And he'll try to make you think it's God saying you can't have it when you got it already. Amen. But it's amazing how that works with people. It'll stop them with the forward pull. See you. And then all that does, if, if that happens to you, that's just doubt in your mind being exposed. So you'll know to get rid of it so that it doesn't really hinder you. You understand? Always use these things to your advantage. Amen. Sometimes there is doubt. You know, we think we're believing perfectly and then all of a sudden we're ready to walk away from things. Well, that's because doubt was set up there so you can deal with that. You can get that out of there and say, God, please forgive me for doubting you. I'm getting this. No, help me get this out of here. I don't want nothing to do with Mr. Doubt. Amen. I thought I kicked him out already, but I see he wants to come around for another whooping. Huh? <laughs> he likes getting beat up. Well, now, <laughs> huh? you can sure accommodate him. Let's keep feeding him the word. Huh? No, we believe and we don't doubt. Amen. We believe 100% in God. We put our total faith and our total trust in God. We're not looking at the natural for anything. 
Amen? Sometimes the natural comes, the natural will try to call time on you, but that's just God allowing you to hear that so you can speed up in your faith. Keep your expectation. God, it's pulling at me from down low. We'll come up another rung higher. Amen? Don't let him nip at your heels. Come up another rung higher. Amen? In your faith. Because I intend for you to possess this on this side of glory. Amen. Praise God. Father, we thank you for your word and understanding. Thank you, Lord, for blessing us with knowledge, understanding, faith, encouragement, all of the things that we need, Lord.